When I started sending emails, I would sign it off by saying either sincerely or possibly even love Jonathan. And like sometimes I was sending out like, you know, businessy professional emails. Where you I at? always thought it was a request. Like Love John, love Jonathan. See, and then the other uh, guy also I, has it. It's, like, it's this nerdy. It's beyond just vocal fry. It's whimper Jonathan. fry. It's like I'm. It's like I've never learned how to talk right. Yet I'm a fucking radio host. I yeah. mean, it's like it's this largely ironic thing. Well, it's like I sound, have a terrible voice. Yet I'm on the radio. They sound so hesitant. Yeah. And I maybe that's supposed to be charming. Like, oh, we're just you know. It is supposed to be charming. It's supposed to be charming. I've been reading your emails wrong. Oh, God. I'm a big fan of podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts. What are your favorites? Um, well, I think my interest in it, like a lot of people, really, I think, was solidified with Serial. Okay. And I loved Serial. I thought it was, you know, very well reported, very intriguing. I mean, I think Sarah... Sarah Koenig. So Sarah Koenig is very annoying for a, a lot of the reasons that these other people that we're going to talk about today are very annoying. But... Uh, it was a great podcast. Yeah, you know, it's undeniable. And I was completely addicted, mm. just like a lot of other people were. And so, you know, that kind of opened my mind to it. And I think that was a couple years ago. I remember doing a lot of hikes in Runyon Canyon and listening to Serial and just being really... That was just a great experience because it's just like it was like 2015 or 16. Yeah, you know, sure. it's a great thing to go on like a hike with. You know, you're just hiking around nature and. And seeing stuff, and uh, so that kind of opened the door I, around the same time, or maybe even before Serial. I was got really into Dan Carlin's Hardcore History podcast. Right, I'm a really big fan of of Dan Carlin, and I also really like his political podcast, which is called Common Sense. Mm -hmm. Highly recommend those. So yeah, I mean, it was a medium that I was finding interesting early, and I think what's so interesting about it is what do you mean early? You know, several years ago. I mean, I, I've been listening to podcasts for a long time. Yeah, it's not. I mean, podcasting has existed since for like since two thousand nineties, right? Two thousand five, yeah. six is the, sure. the the originals. Yeah, right. No, so okay. I, I not really early, but I think I was just before the. I started getting really into it maybe four years ago or okay. three years ago. Now we're in kind of the heyday of podcasts, or at least it seems like we're approaching a time in which podcasts are very popular and very powerful, you know, more so than they used to be, right? Yeah. Would you say that? Yeah, yeah. They're they're much more in the cultural consciousness yeah. as a thing to listen to. And I think and I think it's actually great because I think podcasts provide a format for really good, unique storytelling and art, and a lot. It allows for a lot of subtlety that you don't really see in the annoying television world. Yeah. And you know, I think there's a lot of great podcast stuff out there. So there's a movement started by, in a way, Ira Glass of This American Life for this kind of interesting storytelling, right? Yeah. And if you go to the front page of uh, iTunes podcast, which I feel like is probably like the best barometer of podcast popularity around yeah, right now. Pretty much recognized. Because, yeah, everybody has that app on their phone. And, you know, there's always a one or two podcasts that derive from Ira Glass's 
essential uh, being, you know, uh, that are on there. And Serial was one of them. So Serial was produced by Ira Glass. Ira Glass is the host of This American Life, which was a radio show on WBZ, I think, before podcasts even existed, maybe. But uh, it's become a very, very popular podcast. So the thing about Ira Glass is that he speaks in an extremely feminine way with a lot of vocal fry. So vocal fry is, and I do it sometimes myself, this thing, you Mm -hmm. know, like I'm sitting here with Charles and we're talking about this. And it kind of feminizes your voice in a way, or it's sort of like, there's something about it that, to me, reeks of like privilege, like feminine privilege in a way. Mm. And uh, Ira Glass himself was criticized. His show, he has a show which we can listen to clips of later about vocal fry. Yeah. In which he says, I'm getting these hate emails over and over from my fans being like, I cannot fucking stand these people's voices you have on there. And the funny thing is, it was so great to hear that because I feel the exact same way. Like, I was like, well, there's something about these people's voices that is so fucking irritating. Mm-hmm. Ira, it's like, since he kind of originated it, you know, that's his style, right? I mean, like, that's cool. Like, it's, it irritates, the way he talks irritates me also, but it's also like, all right, you know, when he was coming up, this was such a, his voice was probably so not a radio voice, you know, but I'm sure everybody told him like, no, you sound horrible uh, online, but, or on the air, but whatever, we'll give you this Isn't chance. Isn't that anyway. kind of his NPR background too? Because that's where This American Life is on. Yeah, NPR. From, exactly. NPR. And NPR has a, has kind of a, a house style. Right. The way all their people talk. So it always, his vo- I, I don't listen to his podcast, but anytime I've heard his, his voice, it it seems derived from the house style of NPR. I feel like he made it. I feel like that comes from him, though. I don't. I think that la- that was around before Ira Glass. The, was the, it? The, it's not the exact same thing. I, and people that are more NPR friendly than me could probably pinpoint it better. But there's definitely kind of a weird clipped, uh, you know, that kind of. I think it it starts with right. that like soft, the soft, the soft. This is all things nerdy. considered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the then his is kind thing. of a mutation or adaptation. His of his is like a Brooklyn privilege, like really a feat mutation of it. You know, and so whatever. I dig Ira Glass. I'm he's a fucking genius. His right. show's incredible. I can't be pissed at Ira Glass. I really can't listen to it anymore because his. It's just too fucking irritating. But uh have zero problem with Ira Glass. However, now... A, a but and ho- however. But and however. <laughs> there is now this whole new crop of podcasts out there. And they're always at the very top of iTunes even before they come out. Mm-hmm. So there's they're very connected. You know, like this group called Gimlet Media, which is made by a old... This American Life producer, mm-hmm. their shows are always up there, and then there's a couple other like kind of This American Life spinoff type shows that we'll listen to clips of, and they always get top billing because I don't know, I guess they're just connected to like whoever pulls the strings in podcast world, you know. But I mean, could you imagine if for three days our podcast was on the top of iTunes? I yeah, mean, the we front would page have, is a huge, it's huge. Yeah, exactly. It's you well, know. it's also. I mean, I'm sure there's connections, but it's also. 
iTunes knows that a lot of people are going to be looking for it. So they want that on their front page too. Because they want people to but, I mean, immediately why, but they, see they don't it even know what these things are yet. That, I mean, a lot of times they there will literally be the number one show on there and there won't be an episode. It'll be like introducing this. You mean in the featured area or the... In the... When you click on... So what I do when I'm looking for a new podcast, I go on the app. On Apple Podcasts? I go on Apple Podcasts app and then I click on top charts, which is like where you browse. There's no browse button other than that. And... You know, top charts. And then, yeah, here, look, you have a list of, you know, whatever the top podcasts were at the time. Right? We did forget to mention WTF, which Mark Marin's podcast, which was kind of, I started listening to a few years ago. And yeah, so here we have Dirty John, which is this like new LA Times podcast, which is actually pretty good. We have Mark Marin, which I guess is like, he went down and now he's up. And then we have This American Life, um, you know, The New York Times, S-Town, which is one of these, you know, from the This American Life people, and then a bunch of NPR things, right? So there was this set of new shows that I listened to all in a row that are pretty good. I mean, there's a lot of good things about each of them. A lot of them are produced by this group called Gimlet Media. Mm. But so these were like dominating the chop charts for a really long time. They all have hosts that talk in the most fucking vocal fry, irritating way I have ever heard. And so somebody on YouTube called it whimper fry. (laughs) And I think they like progress into whimper fry. And if you Google it, there's like tons of videos out there being like, I cannot stand this fucking voice. And you know, on the podcast where Ira Glass addresses it, he tries to make it like a w- anti-woman thing because mm-hmm. he says, oh, these are d- directed at, at young women. And it's like supposed to be like about women hate. But actually, they all do it. Even the guys do it worse. You know, the guys do it even worse than the women. So mm-hmm. it's definitely not an anti-woman thing. It's just there's something about this way of talking that evinces blind annoying privilege it's like there's something like and it's a put on too right like is it do you think that these people have this style of speaking normally or do you think that they're yeah, like, i think it's this, a put on. Is, this and that the, i think that's what's really grating about that is when people even separate from the style of the put on it's that the put on excel itself exists it's fake sounds phony yeah it sounds phony it's the same well, it, I th- yeah. it's like morning show DJs right they talk who have in, a certain way of talking they talk yeah. in the pukey voice they talk like this hey yeah, everybody yeah. and they, yeah. they it's doesn't it's like nobody speaks like that actually so right. you're putting on a fake voice and we it, we can all hear it it's just like the movie trailer guy the guy who always he vocal fries too right like this summer you know well, he does like right, that but see that's a like, Okay, I want to be clear to distinguish vocal fry from whimper fry. Okay. So vocal fry, we'll listen to a Kim Kardashian clip. She talks like a fucking valley girl, right? We yeah. all do here in the West Coast. That's like vocal fry that's valley girl-ish. Yeah. It's kind of just like I'm rich. Yeah. You know, it's like Paris Hilton. <laughs> that's different than this fucking like NPR, This American Life whimper fry, which is like it has vocal fry in it to like indicate I have privilege, but then it's also like so weak. It's just like 
I'm the weakest, frailest, most like emotional person who just like had so many emotions and like I can't, you know, it's just like the most feminized male voice you could ever hear. But then when you say that, that is an anti-woman statement. (sighs) Is it? When you say the most feminized male voice. (sighs) Maybe it's not, maybe feminized isn't even right. It's just, it's like. I think it is signaling like the ultimate amount of unintimidatingness. It's like I am so full of estrogen that I'm like so unintimidating. Like I would never, ever like hit on you at all. Like I'm so nice. You know, like that's what I hear when I hear this. It's like so afraid. Yeah, it's like nice guy, but like to the degree where it's just like so pathetic. Anyway, let's listen to some clips. Yes, please. Okay. So there's several of these shows. Uh, the shows that we're going to discuss today, Reply All, Gimlet Media. What is that? W- one line about each. Okay. Well, let me say them and then okay. I'll give it. Okay. Well, no, whatever. Reply All is a show about the internet, kind of like internet, interesting internet things. Okay. Uh, and these guys are a little bit better than some, but they definitely talk in this voice, particularly one of them. And again, like... I think their material is pretty good, but their voice is so fucking annoying that I just can't, I can't listen to it. Sure. Heavyweight, uh, which is, I think, another Gimlet Media show uh, about a guy who, like, goes back and tries to, like, reconcile old feuds. It's kind of like something that you would do. Um, Love feuds. I don't reconcile them, though. I continue them. And it's an interesting angle, but also this guy's just too irritating to possibly listen to. Um Homecoming, which is a new fiction podcast that actually stars Oscar Isaac and Catherine Keener. Okay. Uh, that's like pretty cool. But the guy gives an intro and his voice is the same. Also Gimlet Media. Uh, there was a show that came out recently, Missing Richard Simmons. Right. And that was related to This American Life. And uh, the guy talks in this voice. Um Startup, so we're going to listen to Startup, which is another Gimlet Media show hosted by a woman, and you'll see how the woman vocal fries it up, but she does it in like the opposite register, so it's like super masculine. Mm. And then uh, S-Town, which I thought was a fantastically reported piece, but the guy, the host, was just the most irritating person. What? I remember we listened to a clip from S-Town, and... All I can remember of it is the way that he said "kukui." Yeah, and he goes "kukui." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to reach into the radio, yeah, yeah, yeah. And crush his windpipe. I know it's so strange, and it's like you know maybe we're fucking assholes for having this feeling, but there are people across the world that feel this way when they people hear these don't sounds. like they don't like it when people talk in a way that is not the normal human voice. It's contrived, yeah, yeah. and this just sounds contrived, but it's contrived in a whole new way because you're right. The morning radio DJ, I mean, that's become so ridiculous now. That but it nobody still exists. Yeah. No, it's not even that. People, th- if you that. go, if you drive across the country and you have the morning radio shows right. turned on when you're driving, you hear those fucking guys. They're still doing it. There, right. There's fewer because conglomerates have eaten up radio across the country and they have right. like syndicated DJs or, or whatever. But you st- in some markets, you'll drive through and you go, hey, everybody, it's the morning mashup. Yeah, 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 you yeah, know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just kill yourself. (laughs) Well, and it's good that that's gone out of style. So I'm just hoping that now this can go out of style. You can be the leader. 
All right, so here we're going to start with Reply All. And again, these guys are not as bad as some. So, but you'll get a, a flavor of what I'm talking about. This episode of Reply All is brought to you by the California Department of Public Health. You probably think it's just littering, but when a cigarette butt littering. is flicked onto the street or ground into the sidewalk, it's pollution. It's pollution. Cigarette butts can take up to 10 years so like to eating the ends of their, their toxic words. chemicals or poisonous to the environment. Environment. To learn more about the dangers of cigarette butts, visit tobaccofreeca.com slash Reply All. Reply all. Right. So that's annoying. I mean, not only is he it's also the content at the beginning of all these is like support MailChimp to have more money for your thing. (laughs) And you can be like me in Brooklyn and have a lot of connections that get your podcast at the top of things. Yeah. No. So there's also okay. Uh, so that's that's a reply all. Let's try. Heavy it's books. also trying to not. It's trying to do a live read, which is when you you read off copy that the advertiser yeah. wants you to say, but doing it in a way that signals, like I'm doing this, but, yeah, but I'm I not. Really, yeah, you know, I'm not that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'm just really need to do this. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then that's Alex Goldman of Reply All. Here we have Jonathan Goldstein of Heavyweight. <laughs> oh, I see the theme. Yeah, that's sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> What's the actual problem with all these? No, 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 no. We'll get to some... It affects all types. This season of Heavyweight is brought to you by MailChimp. MailChimp makes it MailChimp. easy for your company to send email This is a different guy. Their drag and drop <laughs> tools can help you create email campaigns that match your style. Uh, and style. while we're on the subject, my email style has certainly changed over the years. Isn't that correct, Jorge Just, editor at Gimlet Media? Oh, yeah. When I started sending emails, I would sign it off by saying either sincerely or possibly even love Jonathan. And, like, sometimes I was sending out, like, you know, businessy, professional emails. Were you? I always thought it was a request. Like, love John, love Jonathan? See, and then the other uh, guy like, also has it. It's, like, it's this nerdy. It's beyond just vocal fry. It's whimper fry. It's like, I'm, it's like I've never learned how to talk right, yet I'm a fucking radio host. I yeah. mean, it's like it's this largely ironic thing. Well, like they I sound, have a terrible voice, yet I'm on the radio. They sound so hesitant. Yeah. And I maybe that's supposed to be charming. Like, oh, we're just, you know. It is supposed to be charming. It's supposed to be charming. I've been reading your emails wrong. Oh, God. Sign up for MailChimp and send your email newsletters now at MailChimp.com. MailChimp. Send better email. Sell more stuff. See, so he's got almost like a, he doesn't at least vocal fry too hard at the yeah. end of sentences. He just vocal fries the whole sentence. Yeah. Yeah. But he's not eating Mail the end Chimp. of sentences. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's. Uh, Are these all ads? Yeah. Well, I'm just doing the beginning of the podcast. So, I mean, they talk like this the whole fucking time. It, it might be so. demonstrative if you actually are within the episode. Yeah, well, we can do that, I guess. Um They're all they're going to be doing these ads in a style. Well, I don't know. Is that true? I don't know. It right, I, it, it might be beneficial. Here's Missing be. Richard Simmons, which is not an ad. Okay, good. So, this is Dave Taberski of Missing Richard Simmons. I have never been much of a fitness guy. Okay. Filmmaker? Yes. New Yorker? Sure. But I haven't had a gym membership in years. I get automated we miss you emails years. from my yoga place. Years. years. See, there's like this nerdy, nerdy for speak. Like, what is, what is that? Mm. Yeah, it's just... So exercise was never my thing until I started exercising with Richard Simmons. Here we go! 
Richard Simmons. Yeah, that Richard Simmons. Someone. Someone. You know the guy. Short shorts. Yeah, this is what I don't like. Is they, they're not. Hair, there's no. Jimi Hendrix and Little Orphan Annie. It's just a flat Everyone affect. Mama, there's no up and down to, to anything. Mama wants to see Mama. It was from Gypsy. I know. I know. We can. That's Ellen DeGeneres. He's torturing. That's I Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres. He's torturing. torturing. Yeah. yeah, just just fucking put some passion into what yeah, you're yeah, reading. Yeah, exactly. Make yeah, me exactly. give a shit yeah. about this right. instead of just this. Like I'm, I'm, you know, it's I, I'm kind of too cool to even be doing a show about Richard Simmons, but I'm gonna kind of just gonna tell you this. Yeah, it's yeah. very like off-putting. There's something deeply off-putting about it. it is, yeah, I don't know what it. You want to hear people talk normally, and if you talk normally that way, if that's your style, then fine. But it it just seems so fake and created right yeah i mean yeah there's i don't know and it's signaling something i feel like it's signaling something really hard Ugh. um all right let, now we're gonna do um okay we did homecoming heavyweights oh no we didn't do homecoming okay so here's homecoming mm. there's more ads yes unfortunately oh no hey this is eli Horowitz, director of homecoming for this season of Homecoming, we're working with iBooks to release The Lost Coast, Leaf. a short, serialized Lost novel they that all explores sound the world of Homecoming like beyond the, exact the podcast. Same person. I know. The Lost Coast is Maybe that's Ira Glass's scheme, because he's like, listen, if one of these iBooks. fucking at shits leaves, we can just replace him with somebody else. It sounds the same. Yeah. I mean, it's weird. It's there's like, no uniqueness to any of those well, voices. I mean, okay, to say nothing else about it, they're all just imitating the fuck out of Ira Glass. Right. So that's annoying to begin with. <laughs> you know, it's like that they're just imitating. We'll, we'll listen to an Ira Glass clip in a minute. But then they're also doing this whole act, and it's it's like, it's again, it's not just Oak Vocal Fry. It's like Whimper Fry. They're that are like also just indicating that they're really nerdy, and they don't really talk correctly because... We we you know we all have like th- we're slightly autistic. My read is different. I it feels to me like they're they're tr- they are signaling, but it sounds like they don't want to seem like they're too interested in what they're saying. Hmm. That it's much more they're keeping like this distance that maybe they feel is like a journalistic distance, but it just comes off it's weird. Lacking passion. I think that is what it is. It's like everything's ironic. You know, every yeah. and nothing is real. I worked out with Richard Simmons. Yeah, so yeah, there are a lot yeah. of people. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Sound excited about no, it. No, I mean, like, the thing is, the content of these shows are great. I mean, that that Richard Simmons show is pretty good. I mean, yeah. it's it's an interesting thing that happened, and he does some decent reporting. But, I, yeah, there's just the way it's presented. Um, I had a friend that went to his Slimmons, that place, for a while. Right. It's a, that's a good podcast. Applepodcasts.com slash homecoming. That's applepodcasts.com slash homecoming. Yeah, it's like he almost sounds like he cares in the end. Do we have that URL? I need to look that up. (laughs) Why? What do you mean? I I would love to direct people to (laughs) applepodcast.com, whatever our address would be. Yeah. Maybe we're not cool enough. No, exactly. Like, we don't, you know, we're not connected enough to have. I mean, this guy. Well, I I think we know what the answer is, is we need to just talk. We need to have the show in those voices. We need to talk like that. Yeah. I was uh, I was at the store and I bought a melon and I learned about the different types of melon. <laughs> it's a bad okay. improv, but 
Um, all right, here's Brian Reed, who some say is uh, perhaps the worst offender. Um, and he's the guy who does S-Town. And we'll listen to the beginning, and then we'll listen to a YouTube compilation that people have made indicating how much they hate this guy's voice. Kukui. Yeah. This is the Kukui guy. So we're just listening to the beginning of episode one. For S-Town comes from Audible. Oh, wait. Offering- wait, no. So not only is the show itself... The host always does this. They have a guy on This American Life and S-Town who reads the ads beforehand who does guy. it even worse than anybody. He's like, this is brought to you by Rocket Mortgage. <laughs> Give us your money. So like, here, this is the guy. Support and then S-Town it's Brian Reed. comes from Audible, offering audiobook performances and a large library of exclusive content. content. Learn more no, at audible.com slash S-Town. <laughs> You'll feel something. And the feeling Can you imagine being odd. fucked by that voice? Support for S Town comes. No, they, from they don't have sex. That's the whole you're thing that they're signaling. They're like, we have never had sex. Your job to one hundred like plus job do you, sites. Do you like the way that's <laughs> Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com. Like this guy. Who's that guy? S-town. I want to know who he that's is. ZipRecruiter.com slash S Town. Slash Chapter one. And here we have Sarah. When an antique clock breaks, a clock that's been telling time for two hundred or three hundred years. Fixing it can be a real puzzle. An old clock like that was handmade by someone. Someone. It might take away the time with a pendulum. It's like when he says someone, it's like, I'm like scared of the world. Someone. 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 Ring with a pulley system. system. It might have bells that are supposed to strike the hour. Or a bird that's meant he's, to pop out and cuckoo at you. There it is. can be hundreds of tiny individual pieces. Cuckoo at you. Supposed to cuckoo at you. Okay, so anyway, so that's a little taste of Brian Reed. And then look, here's a video somebody has made. Brian's vocal fry on This American Life. Brian Reed's vocal fry. And there, here's a picture of Ira Glass, not Brian Reed. And like, look, so the person who's made this video has says, vocal fry is not just a female problem. This American Life suggested that people who are driven crazy by vocal fry are sexist. This vocal fry drives me just as crazy, and it's a dude. You've listed all men in this. Well, we have a woman list. coming up. Uh, so we we have a couple of women examples. So then the very first comment is Reed has whimper fry inflection that's especially irritating. I wouldn't criticize who used vocal fry if I believed it was really their natural speaking voice. Right. That's the, but that, they're clearly mimicking what they consider to be some kind of urban intellectual style of speaking. That's what the this problem is. Exactly is. It's, it's not just like it's a coincidence so it's prevalent among NPR types. It's, it's not a criticism. If you talk like that, it's fine. But people know phony voices. And they know when you're putting one on. Yeah. And that's why that bothers people. That's it bothers me to listen to it. Right. And I don't even have anti-Semitic Jew lizard lurking in my brain <laughs> tying all this together. No, I don't either. I don't have that either. I don't think that this has... Again, I have no problem with Ira Glass doing this. It yeah. irritates me. But again, it's like I, reason, I think the reason why I don't give a shit that Ira does it is like... At least he's not imitating he's anybody. Pioneer, you know, yeah. He, he's at least just doing it himself. Yeah, and then people just say horrible. Reed's vocal fry in S Town wow, is rage inducing. His go, perpetual if you go too piss far raising. in YouTube comments, you're gonna. Well, still though, I mean, you know, hey, we're not gonna hear this from anybody else besides <laughs> not a huge fan podcast. Okay, so here, <laughs> let's listen to some of this. Men to prison, country have been to prison between black residents and police. Dancer, he did bachelorette parties, <laughs> duty police officers, officers beating him. 
They claimed he'd stolen one of their badges. What is that in the and background? One, Jude tortured him, kicked him repeatedly, were fired oh, for okay. 35 years. But when the job opened up in Milwaukee, it had a special appeal. Appeal. And as Chief Flynn Ugh, sees it, God. that challenge is this his whole career. I'm not all the be way able back to ever when he started out as a beat shit. cop in the 70s in Jersey City, in Milwaukee. It has the most animosity towards the police <laughs> Milwaukee. country. Problem. And heatedly. Problem. It just sounds like he's... What's so great oh. about that is that it's like the clips are so perfect, too, because I think it just like indicates everything he reports about. You just want to be like... Just <clears throat> yeah, I... <laughs> Just get well, that out of there. And his whole show, S-Town, is about how, like, asshole rednecks are. You know, so it's like, there is, I feel like, a, it's like concern signaling in a way that is just blasting your identity, as this YouTube commenter says, as an urban elite intellectual who's, like, tisk-tisking everything that's going on that they don't approve of all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's for the last seven years, Ugh, poverty God. and crime and policing, big oh, reform, boring stuff, oh, popular God. in the department, community groups, their neighborhoods, officers should behave back. These changes have had it's like he's not even talking. Even into, <laughs> he's, he's so he doesn't have enough energy just to expel words. Oh my God, it's really uh, where do they find these people? Um. Okay, whatever. You know, again, I think that a lot of these people are very talented at their job as journalists. They just do this thing. Yeah. Um, just talk in your voice. Yeah. Everyone has the way that they speak. Just speak that way, and people will be into it. Yeah, you don't, so... You don't need to affect this thing that you think works, unless Ira Glass is making them. Making them My do. theory is that he just wants, like, interchangeable... Cogs, lots that, of little clones. Yeah, that, somebody gets too big. He's like, "All right, you're out of here." I'm gonna instead of Jeff Goldstein, I'm gonna have Jeff Goldberg. Yeah, <laughs> it's like literally they have the same name. Yeah. So uh, here's Kim entering the field of women. Mm -hmm. Here's what sort of traditional vocal fry I mean, yeah. is. Yeah. Out a little bit, green for time. You now, poverty doing it might like that one. Out, out my lip on the outfit and hated what you want and what you get. I interesting, naked, take selfies. Guys do about it. Time's out. No, line, line, decade ago. I'm here together right now. Buy him uh, a Lamborghini. Yeah, when for his birthday. <laughs> are you, you know, how I think women should start speaking. Well, Google alerts anymore on myself. I did, but I, I haven't in a couple of years. So, tumblers and fat love, yay.tumblr.com. Never seen before. <laughs> So it's always fun to look. Best right, I'm gonna to throw myself out a window. <laughs> I think. I so think that that's a, I, I, it's money, right? I mean, that's what that sound means. That yeah. sound means I have money. I don't know about that. I know plenty of poor females in L.A. that that talk like that. Yeah, but they're trying to sound like they have. Maybe money. I want women to start talking like movie actresses in the '40s. Uh, like uh, who's who's Spencer Tracy always paired with? I want I want them to all have that vocal styling, like 1940s movie actresses, like kind of like Kate Blanchett. Yes, yeah. Like, oh, a, let's go golfing. Should be a modern version of that. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good Kate Blanchett impression. No, I don't do good impressions. <laughs> I don't do good impressions. I'm like, I don't uh, make good impressions. 
kids. <laughs> anyway, uh, so so then here, now we'll listen to a female version, mm. also Gimlet Media, which kind of reverses the whole gender thing. So this woman sounds to me like super masculine mm. vocal fry. Let's see. What is this from? This is from a show called Startup. Mm. This episode of Startup is brought to you by Cole Haan. Cole Haan believes in highlighting the stories of smart and extraordinary women. And so I sat down with women who I would definitely consider to be extraordinary, my fellow female hosts here at Gimlet. And we talked about something that we all deal with in different ways, perfectionism. It's weird because half of it is fine. I remember being so upset about this homework task. And my oldest sister was like, Wendy, it can't be perfect all the time. And I I was like, nah. Half of it is (laughs) fine. And then it just drops. What do you mean? What are you talking about? That's Wendy Zuckerman, host of Science Versus. Hear more. Yeah. She goes, she says, Science, fine. She's like, science versus. But, uh, she is, that's really bad, actually. I it, mean, that's almost like. But it's, it, it's weird because it's to up tell and down. Stop doing that. But I, th- I think there's also. Ooh. Oh, the, the monks are out and about. They're walking. They have like. There's some sort of monk commotion yeah, going on. Whatever that Cambod- is Cambodian church? Is yeah, there's, it's, not, it's a Cambodian Buddhist temple. Ah. They're they're walking out and they have like big gold things on their heads. Really, celebration of the, yeah. They what usually walk it. around the neighborhood in their orange jumpsuit things, <laughs> not jumpsuits, orange togas. Dharma initiative outfits. Yeah, and uh, they pick dandelions. It's actually quite nice. I like them. They're very friendly. I think, anyway, I think there's also a trap that people fall into where especially when you listen to your own voice, you kind of fall in love with the wrong parts of your voice. And sometimes when you're listening to your own voice, when you vocal fry, it sounds good to it you. It sounds good to you. Yes, I agree with that. And I think that's the other... I think that's a thing... Because it feels good to do. Like, it feels good to talk like this. Yeah, because there's a bass in it's, it. Yeah, it's like, I'm talking. And I have radio. to catch myself when I, I'm listening to myself talk, as I'm like, oh, that sounds good. And then I listen to it later. I'm like, oh, it's... And it's signaling. It's class signaling. It's like when I talk, when I like talk like this. Like, no. It's like, I, I feel like I'm saying, like, I'm, I'm like, spoiled. I think that's like a, a spoiled separate, guy. that's a separate thing. Because we are dealing with people that are listening to themselves talk. So... It, the trap is there, whether or not it's a signal of something. It's also a trap to get into where you think that that sounds good because you have bass in your voice and it sounds authoritative. And and people like that. So, okay, let's finish up with uh, The Godfather. Let's give The Godfather a little, a little credit here. Uh, Ira Glass, Godfather. Ira Glass, The Godfather. And this is his episode about vocal fry. So you'll, you'll hear what he has to say about it with his vocal fry voice. Act two, freedom fries. So the comments that we get from our listeners are usually nowhere as vicious as what Lindy West gets on a daily basis. But for a while now, the women on our staff have been getting emails like this one. Quote, the voice of Hannah Joffe Wald is just too much to bear. And I turn off any episode she's on. Quick bit of research found an appropriate description, which is vocal fry. How can this American life have this on the show? It escapes me. 
Vocal Fry has gotten a bit of coverage on public radio in the last year, but if you have no idea what this is talking about, see his voice sounds not. Put and Thompson on. kept hearing that term, "school to prison pipeline." Okay, hear the way that her voice kind of creaks on the word pipeline. Yes. That's Vocal Fry. Pipeline. He said vocal fry, fry with vocal fry. man wrote us in November, quote, vocal, vocal fry. fry is growing fat among young American women. Meeky Meek provides a vivid and grating example of this unfortunate affectation. Meeky, by the way, sounds like this. She'd never experienced anything outside the church. And she basically checked out on Will and the Kids. Somebody wrote us about yeah. Elise Spiegel, who's been on our show many, many times, now co-hosts the NPR science program Invisibilia. Quote, perhaps Elise could cover episode. the vocal fry epidemic. It'd be really interesting to hear her take. She is clearly a victim herself. For the record, here is Elise. Because Roxanne was the only one supporting her young daughter, she had to be able to work. Elna Baker, Mary Beth Kirshner, Starley Kine, Yoway Shaw. When investigative reporter Susan Zalkind was on our show last year with the story of the FBI shooting a man connected to the Boston Marathon bombers, she sounded like this. But Ibrahim also got arrested for beating a guy unconscious over a parking space at a mall in Florida. A woman wrote in, quote, the growl in the woman's voice was so annoying that I turned it off. A man wrote, quote, listen, I know there's pressure to hire females, in particular young females just out of college. And besides, they're likely to work for less money. But do you have to choose the most irritating voices in the English speaking world? I mean, are you forced to? So look, so then Ira goes, uh, goes on to attribute this to sexism, more or less. But he's totally wrong because... It has nothing to do with gender. Right? I mean, it's the guy. Well, what was too. his what was his point about sexism? Was it that the the everybody was doing it, but only the women were getting heat for it? Yeah, that might be part of it. But I part of me tells is thinks that that's. I think it's more obvious in women, and also. I don't know, man. Those, he, those no, but men look, are dude. But pretty, Brian Reed was a reporter on This American Life and there's videos made about him doing it all the time yeah. too. So I feel like but I feel I, like what happened was Ira Glass got a bunch of emails about this. Somebody misinterpreted because they, that one guy is talking about it's women. Yeah. But he's misinterpreting it too. Right. So they used this as the angle to understand it, right? Because it's much easier for them to be like, oh, this is just sexists you know that's sure. why they call this freedom fries because once again they they have this phantom enemy of the great white unknown people who hate france right and those people are just all sexist so therefore they the reason that they're angry is because women are doing this but it really that's not it it's that this way of talking is fucking irritating and i don't really know why I wonder I wonder if if women and I don't know. I wonder if women get hit by that harder. Do you know what I mean? Like they get more response when they're doing it versus when men are doing it, when both are annoying. I'd be curious about that. I think that from I, did, the wi- I just did it myself about that. Ugh. Yeah, but I don't think we've ever really gotten too much heat on that you know i i know because we're not doing it but, the way that they're doing it it's like I, they, they it's not just vocal fry again kim kardashian has vocal fry and it's irritating to listen to her talk you know maybe this trailer guy that you're talking about does you know there's other ways of doing vocal fry it's not just vocal fry it's vocal fry it's whimper fry yeah it's it's vocal fry plus like also like a nerdy it's, like airiness in in the way that yeah, I don't. Th- you know, I, I think describing it as just a vocal fry problem is is part of the issue because they're not. 
Yeah, they're not. It's not just vocal fry. It's that kind. It's swallowing your words. It's what do you mean swallowing? Your at words? the end of their words, the that one, the first epi- the guy you played, whatever that was, Max Goldman. He <laughs> swallows. Did I say that right? <laughs> Alex, Alex Gold. Goldman. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm reading upside down. <laughs> He, this one? He swallows. This episode of Reply All is brought to you by the California Department of Public Health. You probably think it's just littering, but when a cigarette butt is flicked onto the street or ground into the sidewalk, it's pollution. Yeah, cigarette he like swallows the end of his decompose, w- And their toxic chemicals are poisonous to the environment. Barma. Barma. Yeah. It's on Barma. They, they, they do a bunch of annoying things that aren't, I'm pretty much guaranteeing they don't speak that way in real life. So they're doing this stuff that they think sounds good to the ear because a certain... And I think a certain type of person likes hearing right. that. I think the type of person that likes hearing this is someone who hates masculinity. Like, I, I know that that's probably an insane conspiracy theory, but mm. I, I have to admit, it's like, it seems like these things are... I don't like traditional masculinity and I don't like traditional femininity. So this okay maybe the femininity not true I, I don't like traditional masculinity so this makes me feel I, like oh these these guys are really caring like no, they're, they're caring I, unintimidating men I, I, I don't hear that I don't hear that it's that it just sounds like it sounds like a lot it sounds like guys who don't want to sound too interested in what they're talking right about. you think they're it's tra- a disaffectedness it's a disaffectedness yeah, right. and but it's not like in a the traditional journalistic Walter Cronkite this is the news. It's it's not that kind of disaffect disconnectedness. It's this other like you know I'm I'm a little too cool to be doing this, but I'm I'm gonna do it anyway. I think there's that. Huh. It's that kind of like ironic detachment. Right. There is definitely an irony. There's an ironic detachment for sure. But it's also, I mean, what's his name? Brian Reed is the he has a tisk tiskness in his voice, whereas everything he's saying is is there's like a finger point at the end of every sentence like this is so bad that this is happening like it's so sad like there's a moment in s-town which again i have to reiterate brian reed is a fucking good journalist Mm -hmm. he does a great job of reporting the story but there's a moment in which i mean major fucking spoiler alert spoiler 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 uh that somebody dies mm-hmm. and the is amount, it brian reed <laughs> i wish <laughs> the amount of, i'm dead now i'm on the other side <laughs> god is here <laughs> it's very concerning how he treats people that aren't like him god keeps telling me to stop talking like that. <laughs> but he's a sexist no me a faggot. <laughs> shut up brian reed i'm gonna send you to hell if yeah. you don't shut the fuck up <laughs> you didn't do anything wrong but uh, jesus <laughs> fucking annoying talk in your voice where did you get this voice i gave you a voice to speak with you're talking in that one um yeah. So anyway, somebody dies. Oh, this episode, God hates fries. Yeah. <laughs> can we can we can we call it that? God hates fries. Uh, <laughs> no. So uh, we call it that, or um, 
you know, whimper fry or something. So anyway, he, wait, did I write down a name of... We had a, How many clips did we play? Because we can do lot. the BuzzFeed style and call it the top seven worst, worst voices fry. in podcast. Yes, dude. I think we did at least seven. Um, I'm, I just vocal fried. Now I'm worse. And now we're just going to see, this is the problem with throwing stones. Now no. we're going to be <laughs> skewered. Anyway, hey, we're fucking Southern California and we have some excuse. Also, uh, anyway, so the guy dies and somebody dies in S-Town and Brian Reed goes on like 20 minutes of upsetness of him being upset <laughs> that the guy has died. Yeah. And it's like, like he has the phone call in which he hears it. And, you know, it's like, we get it, dude. You're sensitive. We understand you're upset about this guy dying. But you're a fucking journalist. Right. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I don't need you to signal to me that you're a really good guy yeah. that has emotions. Yeah. You know, I actually, I would prefer you didn't signal that to me at all. Yeah. Because I don't give a shit about who you are at all. You know, just tell me the story. Yeah. Well, the story should speak for itself. Yeah, but it's like he goes on and on about how I'm just, I, I'm so devastated. I'm just so sad. And it's like, just so everybody knows, like, oh, Brian Reed's a nice guy, you oh. know? Yeah, none of those clips made me more curious about them. Just more likely to not ever listen to them. Right. Well, we didn't listen to like the teasers of any of them, really. But yeah. Ugh. I I I wonder. I sometimes wonder if I have vocal tics that annoy people. Everybody always says we sound like nerds. Really? Yeah, I think people say sound like we sound like dorks and like just nerdy. What do you people. mean? Everybody says that. I don't know, you read that. like one comment once. It's a couple people. <laughs> like, I've heard that a couple times. Like these guys just sound really. But nerdy. we don't. That's not a. That's not a good description. Oh, we sound like dorks? No. Who cares? I, don't I mean, anybody with a podcast sounds like a dork. Do they? Yeah. I'm, the whole idea is very self-indulgent and dorky. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I think we're trying to do this for a reason. I don't think we're just... I mean, it is fun, but... Yeah, I don't I don't think that's a good... No, that's not a good criticism. I don't... I don't hear that and go like, oh, yeah. I just hear that and be like, no, it's somebody that's mad. Right. There's a podcast that they don't have. Right. Okay. Whatever. 